This week on a special series of The Central Moment, Dr. Wade Nunnally recounts the story of his recent trip to Israel. It's one of countless trips he's made, but this time he arrived just as the war with Hamas began. His story ultimately reminds us of God's call to all of us to comfort his people. Here's Dr. Wave Nunley with today's Central Moment. Hello, I'm Wave Nunley, and I want to thank you for joining me in this segment of The Central Moment. I'm standing in for Pastor Jim Bradford, and he asked me to speak with you because of uh, my involvement in the current war in Israel uh, and uh, also to bring you a word of encouragement from Scripture. A little word about my background. Uh, I've been involved with the land of Israel for over 41 years now, first as a student and now as a teacher. And I and my wife were actually in the land of Israel uh, about the time that the war began. So in each of these five segments that I'll share with you this week, I'm going to bring to you um, a little bit about that story, uh, our story of our involvement in the land of Israel and with this war. Uh, I will also attempt to help you to understand some of the dynamics of the current conflict, and then I would like to bring a word of Scripture to you so that you will be better informed as to how to pray and how to act as a follower of God. So our story begins on October the 7th. We were over the Atlantic about three hours off of the Israeli coast when the first of Uh, more than 2,500 rockets began to fall on Israel, shot by Hamas in the Gaza Strip. The war was approximately uh, three hours old and 2,500 rockets old when we walked off of our plane and into the Ben-Gurion airport in Tel Aviv. Almost immediately, we saw an unusual sign, one we had not seen before, off to our left, seated on the ground that said, bomb shelter this way. In in just a few more yards, we saw another one that said exactly the same thing, bomb shelter this way. And we thought that that just was probably something like a, a safety drill. But when we finally got into the taxi and were headed to Netanya, Israel, 20, 20 miles up the uh, coast of Israel to uh, Tel Aviv's north, we realized we were told by the uh, taxi driver that uh, a war was, was going on and that we had literally walked into uh, a war that is still raging today. Uh, as we made our way to Netanya and to our hotel, Uh, to teach two groups back-to-back that never uh, ended up being able to come because their flights were canceled due to the war, Uh, we were trying to decide what will our way be going forward? How will we posture ourselves? We came to find out that uh, Hamas had broken through the security fence at 29 different locations and had attacked from land, air, and sea, and their first engagement was to attack an unarmed civilian uh, um, music festival where they killed 260, they murdered 260 people. Uh, we found out that they had also 
kidnapped more than 200 people and taken them back to the Gaza Strip to hold as pawns in this war. And those people ranged from nine months old to a more than 90-year-old Holocaust survivor. The children were then put in chicken crates and held in deplorable conditions, and most, the overwhelming majority of them, are still in harm's way and still being held against their will. Um, so as we sped our way toward our hotel in Netanya, uh, we considered how would God posture, uh, have us posture ourselves? What should we do? And the words of Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verse 1, came to both of our hearts, and that was, Comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem. Call out to her that her warfare has ended. Uh, this passage includes the verb comfort, but it does so twice. That's a biblical way of bringing emphasis before there was ever underlining or italics or bolding. Uh, it also is in the plural, so it's not speaking simply of John the Baptist in chapter 3, the voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. But rather, this is a plural verb, and it engages all of God's people, all of those who would submit to his will and follow his leading. That would include you and me. Comfort my people. So I guess the question then is begged, in what ways can we comfort God's people? Well, one way is that we can pray for the innocents that are caught in harm's way. Here's a picture of two twins, two three-year-olds that were captured by Hamas, that were kidnapped and were taken against their will into the Gaza Strip, where they remain even until today. Let me encourage you to pray for these two three-year-olds. Let me encourage you to pray for the other more than 200 that are held in harm's way and against their will and being used as human shields. Let me also encourage you to advocate, as we have done. We downloaded these pictures off of a website called standwithus.com. Print those off. Take them to your workplace, to your church, to your, uh, to your home uh, Bible study, and, and, and encourage others, engage others to comfort, comfort God's people and to proclaim, to proclaim freedom and peace. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask that you would comfort those in harm's way, that you would protect innocent life created in your image, that you would draw near in this time of trouble and be a very present help. We ask that you would watch over your people, Israel, and all other innocents, all other noncombatants, all other civilians, and that you would protect and preserve life created in your image. And we ask this in the name of your son, Jesus. Jesus. Amen.